This is Faithful and Fruitful, a podcast for youth ministry and youth leaders. We're proudly brought to you by Taz Youth Convention and Vision 100. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to the TYC podcast. You're with Mike and Marty on this beautiful, crisp morning today. And so we're thinking about some of the things that remind us of why it's such a privilege to be part of youth ministry. That's where we're at today. Um, uh, we've got a few things to get through. Um, Mike, uh, as I talked with you about the joys of youth ministry, um, you said taking a front row seat in the formation of a young person is a joy. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Absolutely. I think one of the real blessings of being involved in youth ministry is that uh, those ages uh, that kids are throughout youth are really formative uh, for them. Uh, they're developing both um, physically, mentally, spiritually, and as a youth leader, you get this front row seat to see them um, developing in those areas and uh, particularly in their faith, um, making decisions for the first time or uh, really grabbing a hold of their faith uh, for themselves if they've, if they've grown up in a Christian family. And as a youth leader, uh, you get to be right there um, with them, walking that journey along with them, with their family, uh, and seeing that happen. And it's a massive blessing. We also get to see some of their milestones. Like if you uh, hang out with a youth leader, a, a, a youth person for long enough, you may go to their 16th birthday or their 18th birthday. You might even be part of their wedding. Um, and just some remarkable events that a lot of ministers don't get to be part of, but youth leaders generally do. I think that's it. Next Young time. kids can often be, you know, let's be honest, sometimes those grade six, grade seven, grade eight kids, that can be a little bit, that can be a little bit trying sometimes <laughs> as you're an adult. You're <laughs> but seeing them um, develop, it actually can give you a real appreciation for their just um, boisterousness, the, uh, how they are when they're younger, as you see them um, sort of go and you look back and say, hey, look, look at how you have developed, you know, not the kids being boisterous or running around loud, or that, that's just part of being a kid, mm-hmm. but you get to, to sit there in the front row discipling them um, over that time and you you can go from going, oh, this I remember this kid when they were in grade seven and sometimes they sort of grate me a little bit, yeah. um, but now they're, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22 yeah. years old, adult, and, um, yeah, I've been on this journey with them for a long time and you've got a great relationship with them and, and yeah, it's a real blessing. Yeah, like when, you, when, when you've spent years, maybe two, three, four years, preaching and speaking into the lives of a young person for them to come back a few years later and say i've got this question that's really puzzling me and troubling me about the the bible you know and suddenly you realize they're taking it on for themselves they're asking the questions not just being told the answers i guess very it's very exciting um all right um i i think um I think the Australian Bureau of Statistics is going to give us our second joy of ministry, and that is that, uh, according to that and McCrindle research, 78% of Australian Christians became Christian before the age of 18. And in saying that, I, th- I think what we're saying is you are right in the thick of it as a youth minister and seeing people become Christian. Absolutely. I think that's, I have a little joke with people often if someone wants to talk about, I'm really keen for evangelism, I say you should do youth ministry. Exactly. Uh, It is a place where people, as we said, are 
um, developing and forming opinions of, of what they think about the world and who they are. And so youth ministry is a wonderful place if you're passionate about um, mission and seeing people saved. And it's a blessing because you get to see people become Christians yeah. and, and commit themselves or, or take on their faith for the first time if it's a family faith. And so um, what a blessing to, yeah. be, to be involved in that. Yeah, and, and to see young people feed back into children's ministry as well and to see them preaching the gospel to primary school or younger age kids uh, is also a blessing to see. It's You're seeing discipleship in action. Um, you're seeing faith being developed not only within the teenager themselves but also in who they're sharing the gospel with. Yeah, good. Um, team ministry is a joy of uh, youth group leadership. Um, I'm a bit puzzled by that one. Tell me about team ministry, Mike. I think youth ministry is almost always. So this one, someone might be listening to this out there um, in the the pod universe who says, actually, I'm just battling away with these few youth group kids in my church and I'm the only person who's involved in it. Um, And so I'm aware that this sometimes isn't uh, a joy for everyone. But I think most of the time... Youth ministry ends up being a team ministry rather yeah. than it's not just a roster you're on. Yeah. You're part of a team of people um, who are uh, working towards under God, seeing young people put their yeah. trust in Jesus and grow in Him and yeah. reach out to their friends. And that's a real encouragement to not be um, battling away by yourself. Yeah. Um, and I would I would encourage you if you're in a if you're in a church and it's it's only you to to, to try if you can to reach out and try and get some other people involved because there is a real blessing uh, in. Um, Plowing us all together, yeah. you know, it can be it can be hard. So it can be a support there. That's a blessing, um, and it can be as we've talked about. There's some already. Some, there's some real joys in it that are great to be able to share. Yeah. Um, and so it's a blessing to be part of a youth ministry team. Yeah. The moment a ministry goes from roster to team is a great success, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so if your youth ministry is based on a roster system, well, I wouldn't shut the doors at this point in time, but I'd be asking the question, how do you move into it to become a team? Uh, I, I think there is a great joy in that. But excellent. Uh, okay, uh, another joy of youth ministry that we both noticed is, I don't know, adults can become quite jaded quickly. Um, maybe they see too much of the world. But youth are very rarely jaded. And there's a creative energy amongst young people. So to be in youth ministry is to see a lot of excitement and feel a lot of energy and vibe. Yeah. Um, uh, a fresh creative energy and a fresh approach to the scriptures. Some youth, you only they're, they're, they're hearing Bible stuff for the first time in their lives and are really excited by it. And, uh, yeah. Youth ministry is a great place to not um, become old and crusty. Mm. There's nothing wrong with getting old. Uh, getting old is great. There's lots of benefits, and we're at Taz Youth Leaders Training Conference. Uh, just gone, uh, Dr. Graham Poole was talking to us about different um, age groups within the church and the blessings that they bring. But one of the dangers of, of getting older is is really getting stuck in our ways, being right. stubborn and, yeah. and not seeing um, the opportunities. And I think youth ministry helps us to break out of some of that because you're, you're exposed to this energy. Hey, what, like... We want to do this thing, or what about if we do this thing? And I've definitely sat in in uh, discussion groups, even with young youth kids, and we're looking at parts of the Bible, and 
I'll ask a question and they'll give me an answer I totally wasn't expecting and I'll go, oh, yeah. 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 I think that is, I think that is there. I hadn't seen that before. I hadn't noticed that. And so, um, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, in danger of being the, the crusty dude who'd <laughs> been to Bible college and thought I knew yes. all of the answers to the yeah. passage we were looking at. Yep. And so I think that's a real blessing of, of having those those fresh eyes, um, both into what we're doing as a ministry, how we're reaching out, and and also when we're looking at the Bible, that, you know, that 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 enthusiasm and freshness to it is wonderful, wonderful blessing for the leader. Absolutely. Um, I think this next one is kind of related to that. And, uh, and that is that when you be involved in youth ministry, when you become involved in youth ministry, you actually step into society's culture-changing generation. Um, so that often there's very new things happening. Uh, you know, teenagers are early adopters of all things new and cultural. Um, so you get to see society's changing points, um, probably society's friction points, because quite often teenagers are pushing against the normalised society standards. I'm trying to think of some now in our current generation. I mean, I suppose uh, youth ministry post-COVID mm. is a new thing. Society has changed, and we're, um, we're doing youth ministry in a post-COVID society. So we're seeing new things there. Um, TikTok generation, um, and even that's becoming a little old, but what does it mean to be um, in a 90-second grab sort of youth ministry? Yeah, so I think I think it's exciting to be part of it. can be overwhelming, but gosh, you're never bored. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think that real blessing comes as it helps us to continually contextualise the gospel to the next generation. Yeah, yeah. We don't change the gospel message, but we think about, well, where does it intersect with this culture? Yeah. And where are the points? Because it's it's different now than it was five years ago, and it's right. different than it was 10 years ago and 15 yeah. years ago and 20 years ago. Yeah. The gospel doesn't change. God doesn't change. But, okay, what's going on with this in this cultural moment? Yeah. You know, one of the things, you know, people go, oh, well, in youth ministry you need lots of young leaders. Like, no, I think it's good to have leaders of, of varying ages. Um, the trick for older leaders like myself is not to try and don't try and act. You don't need to act like a youth, so you don't have to use the lingo that right, they're using right. that stuff. But you need to do your best to understand their culture, yeah. so that you can speak the gospel into their culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that's a a mistake we can we can easily make, and then we miss the blessing of it. Where we just go, oh, what they what they need is for us to just act like them. Yeah. No, no, they need us to understand their culture and help them to see how the gospel intersects with that. Yeah. So that they can be encouraged and built up, so that they can put their trust in Jesus, and then so that they can talk to their friends about how mm. the gospel intersects with their culture. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to, you know, they don't need to think about how the gospel intersects with culture when I was eighteen, because it's yeah. different now. Yeah, intersects yeah. differently. Yeah, and we can actually play a part in that. Young people may express the culture; they may show us the what of culture, but we can bring the why. So we can interrogate it and um, yeah, and exegete the culture itself, and we can give a reason why society is this way, um, and that might be really helpful for our young people. Yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's the encouragement, right? Like mm. after we thought about five um, trials of a youth leader, <laughs> um, but there is so much joy in being involved in youth ministry. Yeah, absolutely. So many reasons to be involved in it. Um, if you're thinking about being involved in it, 
Um, if you've been involved in it for ages and you're just in a bit of a dry patch, feeling a bit dry for it, um, try and remind yourself of some of these joys that, that are there yeah. um, because not only is it um, a really strategic and a, an important and effective ministry, there's so much joy within it mm. as well. Mm. What do you reckon? Um, if you're not feeling the joy in youth ministry right now, um, we can tell all the joys we like, but if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Should you step out of ministry if you're not feeling the joy of ministry? That's my first question. My next question is, if you stick it out, what are some ways that we can, what should we do if we're just not feeling the joy of youth ministry? So I think we want to make sure that we are um, understanding where we're actually at. What is it that we're actually feeling? That might mean um, chatting with someone about that. Maybe you're part of a youth leadership and there's a team leader. You could talk to the team leader. You might be to talk to a pastor at your church. Mm. Um, you might, it might be good for you to go and chat with a, a counsellor or someone about just to try and explore some of those feelings mm. And, mm. And, and interrogate a little bit about what's going on mm. um, for you because um, one of the things, like if you're actually in danger of burnout, the, the worst thing to try and do is just to knuckle down and drag, you know, just push through it. Mm. Um, but I think in doing that, um, it might just be that we're going through a season where you know we're just not we're not feeling great about it, and I think it's it's trying to um, remind ourselves of, of of why we started to do it, why are we doing it, um, to um, remind ourselves of some of the um, some of the blessings we have seen, some of the relationships we've built, mm-hmm. some of the ways we've seen kids change, uh, and a word to those who are leading youth ministries. Don't forget to celebrate the wins with yeah. your, with your team. Yeah. And don't forget to talk about what's great that's going on, what happened, those the, the big wins, but the small wins as well. Yeah. Hey, that kid who has been coming along who usually just wreaks havoc every week was yeah. a bit better this week. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. You know, or right through to, you know, Jessica became a Christian. Yeah, you know, right, how right. wonderful is that? Um, let's make sure that we're, we're celebrating those wins and talking about the joys with our groups. I heard we're at Tash Youth Leaders Training Conference on the weekend. Someone said they're using uh, this podcast to listen to as a, a leadership group during the week. And when they come on Friday nights, they have a five-minute time where they just chat about um, what they heard. If you're doing that this with this pod, uh, why don't you spend that five minutes talking about the joys that you've found and looking back at those those things and celebrating them. That just made me feel very anxious about the... Uh, uh the amount of pressure that this pod has to be very good for that poor youth leadership team. Folks, we apologise on behalf of Jesus for the, <laughs> the rubbish that we've brought forward sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of one more thing. Oh, yeah. Um, when I think of joy in ministry, I think of the disciples being sent out by Jesus um, and he gives them the authority um, and... And they go out and they essentially door knock and tell people about Jesus being the Savior. And the joy is when they return and they are over the moon with excitement. Almost Jesus has to kind of contain their excitement. But you see him reveling in their joy of ministry. Um, I don't want to necessarily compare us to Jesus. We're the Jesus in this story. We are the disciples. But man, when you get along your teenagers, along alongside your teenagers, and they are growing in their faith, and you see them ministering before the Lord, and yeah, it's a great joy. There is there is something really dynamic about Christian ministry, and we see it really acutely in youth.